Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. Can you believe that today is the first full week of February? I have absolutely no idea where the first month of 2023 has gone to. So my first question for you, how was it for you? How was January? Did you manage to get done everything that you wanted to do? Did you carry on and complete the New Year's resolutions that you would set for yourself? Um, or did you fall in with what usually happens when people set New Year's resolutions? Unfortunately, they don't last the entire month. And as I've said on a previous episode, I gave up with New Year's resolutions a long time ago because I certainly followed that well-trodden path with regards to setting out full of enthusiasm, full of motivation, and usually falling at the first hurdle. So I've paid much more attention to the goals that I set myself you know, at the beginning of 2023. In fact, I started working on my own goals back in October. As for me, giving myself that that good run up to thinking about you know how I want my year to look and all the things that I need to put in place to give myself a really, really good chance of achieving all of them, then I have to start that groundwork back in October. So January was very much a month where I have tried to bed in those goals and start to do the things that I need to do to ensure that I am going to hit each milestone as I need to hit it. But also if I don't hit it, to actually understand why and to then take the course of action I need to take to get myself back on track. So this episode is probably not going to be a particularly long one. I want it to be fairly succinct, uh, but who knows? Um, Because I literally, these days when it comes to my podcasts, I think about what I'm going to say, but I then just sit down and I say it because I find that is a much more natural way for me to run my own solo episodes of the podcast. So quite how long it's going to be, I don't know. But let's start and let's see. So we all know that having the right strategy in place to achieve what we want for our business and in our own personal life, and then taking that consistent action is, of course, the way to make it happen. 
But by becoming future focused, and I've spoken about the importance of being future focused many times on the podcast, but by being future focused, this also creates the right mindset, the right mindset to help us to keep going when the going gets tough. And really, a reality check is at different points, the going is going to get tough. There's going to be things that come up that prevent us from doing the things that we need to do. There's going to be um, certain situations that occur that make it really, really difficult for us to keep going. But whereas New Year's resolutions rely solely on motivation, when we have the right mindset And when we are really focused on why we are doing it and we can picture exactly why we are doing something because of the results that we want to see for ourselves, then having the right mindset allows us to push through even when we feel we can't. So what I do and what I want to share with you today is something that I now focus on each and every day. It doesn't mean that my days are perfect. Life happens, things get in the way. But what I try to do is to hold the principles I'm going to go through shortly. I try to hold those principles as closely as I can, because quite simply, I know they work. They are tried and tested, and they have allowed me to remain focused. They have allowed me to get things done, even when it's felt like I just could not get it done. And what I have done is with each of these principles I'm going to talk through now, I have written them down onto a piece of paper, which I have on the terminal in my office. (laughs) The terminal was not purchased uh, for this purpose, but it turns out that with my laptop, I don't really need a second monitor. So that monitor has become a place I leave notes, I leave reminders, And this is where those principles are. So I can easily glance across at them and make sure that I am consistently doing my best to deliver against each one of those principles each and every day. As I say, it doesn't happen all the time, but it does give me that sense of purpose, that sense of focus, and really allows me to get myself back on track if I'm heading off on on a wrong course. So the first one is to live with intention for each day to identify what my goals are and to create a plan on how I'm going to make them happen. Now, I had a remarkable given to me as a birthday present last year. And I can't remember whether I've mentioned this or not. I had wanted a remarkable for a long time because I'm the kind of person who has tens of notebooks going at any one time. I have a notebook for my podcast. I have a notebook for my social media ideas. I have a notebook for every training course I've ever done. I have a general notebook for every day. 
I have notebooks with clients' information in them. Um, And I have probably collated over the years hundreds of notebooks. Um, And whilst I did get into the habit of labeling those notebooks, a point was coming where I hadn't labeled them effectively or efficiently enough for me not to end up wasting time going through various notebooks. So back in July of last year for my birthday, my husband bought me a Remarkable. I took it out of the box. I looked at it. I tried to find instructions. It doesn't come with instructions. I turned it on and I just quite simply couldn't work out what to do with it. So I put it down um, on a table in one of our living rooms and I left it there. I looked at it occasionally in its pretty pink cover, but I didn't pick it up again. Not until Boxing Day just gone. And all of a sudden, I thought, hang on now, Leslie, you have got this device that you have wanted for a long time and you've wanted it because it was going to make you more efficient and more effective and have everything in one place. And it's just sat there. What the heck is going on? So I picked it up and I kid you not, it is so blooming easy to use. I have absolutely no idea why the penny didn't drop back in July as to how intuitively easy it is to use. But it demonstrates that sometimes your mindset tells you you can't do something. You can't be bothered to do it. It's going to be too hard. And you just accept it rather than what happened on Boxing Day. I got a bit fed up with myself ignoring this time-saving device that I knew because other people had told me so, that I knew was going to make my life a lot easier. I picked it up and I started using the darn thing. And by goodness, am I now the biggest advocate there possibly is for a remarkable. So going back to the first principle, live with intention. Each day, identify your goals and create a plan for how you can make them happen. And I have a notebook on my Remarkable. And for those of you who don't know, a Remarkable is basically a digital notebook that comes with a a pen-like device where you can set up files, different notebooks, etc. So now I have a to-do notebook where every day before leaving the office, I identify what I am going to do the next day, what I need to do um, and effectively how I am going to do it. This allows me then to transfer anything from that day that I've not been able to complete for whatever reason, because I always tend to put a couple of extra things onto that list in case I find myself able to get through things a little bit more quickly. So I've always put I always put a couple of stretch goals in there just in case. Sometimes I get those stretch goals done. Other times I don't and I just move them forward then to the next day. But what that allows me to do at the end of each day is to tick off those things I have done and to 
give myself a pat on the back because I've managed to clear through those things and then carry forward those things that I've not been able to do. So I am now working and living much more intentionally because I can always reflect. And now I did use my notebook previously to do that, but it didn't have quite the same impetus as this does. So for me, I have found a tool that allows me to work more effectively, more efficiently, and more intentionally. So that's principle number one. Principle number two um, is for me to be open to new ideas and experiences and to really not be afraid to step outside of my comfort zone. And something that I did in January, I have tasked myself with being more spiritual, of being more curious about the spiritual side of things. Um, This is not necessarily meaning I'm going to become more woo, but I'm going to become more curious with regards to the woo side of things. Um, And what I did was I engaged with a book called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. And in that book, she breaks it down into activities to do for 28 days. So you listen to or read. In my case, I bought the audible version and I loved the audible version because it came with really motivating music. Uh, Rhonda Byrne is a really, really good person to listen to. You know, not all people, when I listen to them reading a book, be it the author or somebody else. Sometimes they grate on me, their voices, but she has got a really motivating, uplifting, soothing voice. But there is also a gentleman that shares the um, the talking with her, and that broke things up really well. And the magic is all about gratitude being thankful, becoming more aware of all the things in every day that there are to be grateful for and to show gratitude for. Um, And I really, really enjoyed going through that process. It really opened me up to something, again, I talk about a lot, the art of the possible. And I can also confirm that there were a number of really, really financially positive things that happened to me in January that I can't explain. Um, There were also other awarenesses in terms of, you know, my relationships and how I feel about myself um, and the gratitude that I have, you know, for all that I have and all that I will have. And there are so many lovely practices around quite simply using the magic words, thank you, that that again has demonstrated to me that being open to these new ideas and experiences and not being afraid to push myself out of my comfort zone, that has really allowed me to feel as though I am stepping into the next version of myself. So the next principle is taking care of your mental, physical and emotional health and to invest in yourself and prioritize self-care. So for me, January has been about getting back to regular exercise. I definitely let that slip the back end of last year. 
And for me, exercise definitely, definitely supports my mental health as well as my physical and emotional health. Getting that dose of endorphins, feeling the adrenaline. Um, And I now, back in November, I bought a Peloton and I didn't really use it very much, probably a couple of times. Uh, Fortunately, my son used it. Um, My husband, who swore he was never, ever going to use it. Well, actually, I've almost got to uh, race him to it now, such as how much he loves it. But I'm now trying four times a week to for four times at least a week to hop on to my peloton and to really push myself in terms of that sense of of physicality you know and achievement and recognizing the importance of being kind to myself the importance of factoring in times with you know other like-minded people because that is so important and I'll come on more onto that shortly and just generally looking after myself the next one cultivate a growth mindset take on challenges with determination and don't be afraid to make mistakes um, and this one I love I'm fortunate I've always ha- had that growth mindset mentality And I've signed myself up for a lot of things this year. Not least, I'm taking part in two book collaborations already. I have applied for a special, a really special book collaboration that I would love to be part of, which is going to fill my cup in a very, very different way as it's a collaboration um, about writing a children's story that's going to go into a Christmas treasury that's going to be published in time for Christmas this year. I have been considering writing a children's book for many, many years. I came up with a concept many, many years ago, and I put it on the shelf and didn't do anything with it. Well, I've dusted off that concept and I've applied to be part of this collaboration. And that is going to take me right outside my comfort zone. But equally, it's going to fill my cup because, again, as many of you who listen regularly to this podcast, you will know how much I love Christmas. So the thought of being part of something that is going to be hopefully be part of many children's Christmases to come, then even now, you know, I can feel that catching in my chest, such is my excitement of Touching Wood being involved in that project. And even if I'm not chosen, I am proud of the fact I have put myself forward for that. I've taken myself out of my comfort zone um, and I have submitted um, an extract of the idea for the story and um, some writing for the story. And we will see what happened. Um, But I have also started um, a very a very timely qualification process, um, ILM7, which is one of the highest qualifications that you can do, you know, as a coach. Um, It's going to be allowing me to coach um, very senior executives and mentor at that level as well. And again, 
there is a lot of work you know involved in this um as well as the coursework that i need to do and the you know the practical uh, application that i need to put towards this i have to write a number of um, assessments dissertations as well so fitting that in with my two businesses my family everything else i'm doing that is definitely going to test and stretch me but i know that going back to you know that that previous principle around investing in myself and prioritizing myself that's investing in my self development it's investing in my future self it's investing in the coach that i want to become so whilst it is going to be not easy um doing it it's something i am determined to do it's also the next principle make each day count and for me that is about setting specific goals for each day and working to achieve them so the first one i mentioned was living with intention and how this d- differs is you're specifically looking with this with this latest one make each day count you are looking at what can you do in that day specifically whereas the very first one is more about looking at a project a series of goals that's going to keep moving you forward this one is looking specifically at what goals can i achieve on that particular day and what do i need to do to achieve them so it could be something very specific with regards to a future service i'm going to be be bringing out it could be something very specific with regards to increasing my network so whilst that's not part of necessarily a project it's going to support the other things that i do as well the next one is really really important and that is choosing the right people to surround yourself with you know it is said that we are the average of the five people that we spend most of our time with and that we need to ensure that those people have the values and the mindset and the discipline and the direction that we want to move in that we feel that we want to be able to emulate what they do to be able to learn from what they do and to feel supported and supporting of those people as well and i do spend you know a lot of my time ensuring that i surround myself with the right people but not just that as well looking at ways to extend my network to ensure i'm spending time with people who bring out the best in me and i know i need to spend more time doing this i know sometimes i can be a little bit insular uh, i can have a a tendency to be very comfortable with who i am with and enjoying who i spend time with but i'm actually making a conscious effort this year to extend my circle even further because i know how motivating i find that to be and i know it's resulted in so much growth for my business already that i want to continue that too 
The next thing, which is a really important principle, you know, when it comes to supporting having the right mindset is having belief in yourself, having confidence in yourself, having that real sense of confidence that when things don't turn out the way that you plan, that you will find a way to make it work anyway. And even if it doesn't work out exactly as you want it to, there are lessons that you can learn that allows you to move forward positively. We all make mistakes, but I don't think we should be berating ourselves, beating ourselves up because of those mistakes, because we only learn from our mistakes. If we wait for everything to be perfect before we start, then probably the truth is we will never start. So it's really important to do all that you can to believe in yourself and to have that confidence in yourself. And part of that comes back to looking for the evidence and reminding yourself of the evidence of how far you have come. You know, something I always say to my clients and something I do for myself is I now save uh, all of the uh, the social proof I get from clients, testimonials, kind words that have been said to me, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I save all of those things so that when I have those moments of self-doubt, which happen for everybody, you know, new levels, new devils, when I have those moments of self-doubt, I go and I read those things just to remind me how far I have come. It's also really important to live in the moment. And whilst being future focused is absolutely what you need to be to get yourself to be doing all of those things that you need to be doing to be creating the life that you want. It's also really important not just to focus on where you're going to be in the future, but also to appreciate the process of getting there of enjoying the process of what you are creating now, what you are learning, what you are experiencing, because all of those things are those stepping stones that are taking you towards that future life and your future self. So it isn't about putting off the enjoyment until tomorrow. It's actually about creating that sense of enjoyment, that sense of excitement, of it, an adventure for what you are doing now. Because those small moments in the now will lead to bigger moments in the future. And it's really important to be celebrating and to be rewarding ourselves. And that reward can be as, simply, as simple as stopping and saying, thank you. Thank you for all that you have done that has got you to where you are now. And thank you for all that you are going to do as you continue along this process. And I have found since doing the magic that simply the process of saying thank you, of saying thank you to myself, of saying thank you to whatever it is that you believe in, the universe, the spirit, a God, the God, whatever it might be, just that that sense of pausing, stopping, feeling grateful and saying thank you, that in itself creates a feeling, a sense of well-being and a sense of you wanting to keep doing it. So they are the principles that I have 
written down and stuck on my monitor. And I can just glance over at them and be reminded about them on a several times a day basis. So what do you do? Do you have a similar approach to support your mindset and in particular, your money mindset? If not, what do you do? I absolutely love hearing from you all when you either drop me an email, drop into my DMs, etc., because it's lovely when I get to have ideas from you guys, guys and gals, that I haven't thought about previously. So do reach out to me and let me know what you do to support your relationship with money and your mindset. So that's it for today. I suspect it was longer than I actually planned it to be. Um, but I hope it was useful. Any comments, any questions, reach out to me. But until next week, take care. Thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to better understand your relationship with money, then please head to the resources section on my website, the Money Confidence Academy, and download my monthly money mindset audit. This will allow you to create a benchmark for where your relationship with money is right now and allow you to continue to measure it on a monthly basis as you do the inner work to improve it. You will also find a copy of my Money Archetypes Assessment at the same time, which will allow you to start to really understand which are your three primary money archetypes driving your relationship with money and how to use this information to make, spend, keep and invest more money. Or if you are a female online business owner, why not join my free Money Confidence community over on Facebook? A link to the group and other ways to connect with me can be found in the show notes. Finally, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, please do tell others about it. And I would love it if you rated it and gave a review.